EcoTalks, your weekly rendezvous to talk about all things climate, nature, and the environment. Today on EcoTalks, Marcel Gengler, the founder of the beekeeping association Ice Bayern, came to talk about why he founded the association, what beekeeping is like in Luxembourg, and how the practice must adapt to climate change. Hi Marcel, how are you today? Hi Tracy, well I'm fine, I'm happy to be here, thanks for the invite. Of course. For our listeners, can you introduce yourself and what you do? Well, actually, yeah, my name is Marcel. For the moment, I'm actually at 50% at Luxe. I'm working there as a cabin chief. And uh, I started to reduce a bit in, uh, in the workload for Luxe to go into what I am doing now, mostly speakeeping, actually. So before we go on to talk about your association, Eisbayern, what's your deal with bees? How long have you been into beekeeping yourself? And why are you so interested in bees? Well, actually, um, the bees caught my attention already quite a time ago. So there was actually a movie uh, called More Than Honey, which was, uh, I think, published in 2005, if I'm not uh, wrong. Um, but I watched that movie all, uh, only five years later. And uh, there is a term which is treated in the, in the movie uh, where actually bees are disappearing and uh, humans need to do the pollination and everything by themselves with... Um, brushes and uh, bag of pollen and uh, impa impacted me and uh, from that moment on I started uh, to read books and uh, so uh, when did you found your association actually the idea from uh, to found that association came already 2018 um, due to the fact that uh, actually I went to a course from the um, FUAL which is the Fédération uh, Union Luxembourgeois des Apiculteurs So it's a um, beekeepers so uh, union. And um, that uh, theoretical course where I went through was like always uh, in the evening for three hours. And uh, there were a lot of people there. I was like really uh, astonished about the amount of people which, which were there. And um, there were like, let's say there were 100 people in a room which were interested in, in to become a beekeeper because you go to that course to actually have peace afterwards, okay? And, um, well, after the first course, well, we stood there and we have a couple of drinks together and I talked to a couple of guys. And um, actually, from these 100 people there, I think there were only three people which actually are going for it because there was always that issue with, yeah, the money. It's uh, quite expensive to start with. Mm -hmm. Let's say you need to invest like 3,000 to 5,000 euros in something which you actually don't know if you are allergic, mm -hmm. if you have, if you really like it and so on. And then there's also the factor that you need a, a space for the hives afterwards. And, uh, of course, also room for the stockage of, uh, of, the, of, of all the hives because you need quite a lot of material to, to go with the bees. Uh. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that need out, I had the idea to found an association to, uh, to not lose those 97 other guys, you know, yeah. and, uh, uh, and to give an opportunity to people which have not the money to afford or whatever to, to get in touch with the bees. And uh, yeah, that's that's the main the main idea behind I Spy and SPL. Mm -hmm. So, so what is it that you actually do? Do you make honey, or do you just 
look at the bees or do you just talk about bees? Like, what, what is it you do? We do actually a bit of everything. So um, there is one uh, special uh, honey which is uh, made in spring from the bees, which we don't leave inside because it crystallizes and afterwards they have they need a bit more of energy to to reuse that honey so we take this honey out and uh, the other honey so now that's a new a new thing which i'm on so i leave most of the honey inside to not uh, feed sugar afterwards well mm -hmm. sometimes the, especially with the environmental issues which we call uh, see now you sometimes have no choice you need to feed them because otherwise they die obviously mm -hmm. so yeah we take care of bees we provide courses and we provide uh, material and uh, all the stuff you need to actually become a beekeeper. What surprised you the most when you started your association or in the years since you started your association? Something you really didn't expect when you started? Actually, the tremendous amount of demand for the courses and also the places to, uh, in our association to be, let's say, sponsorized for the two years to come mm -hmm. because the um, course the, the training lasts for two years so you come with us for two seasons to really see a lot of things to be really able to have already a good knowledge to be able to work with your own bees later on from what i saw on your website you also keep your hives at different people's places so what is it like beekeeping in luxembourg and how do you find the places to host your hives Well, actually, um, I always have good luck, let's say, to know a lot of people. And um, we have this part, which is called Mirstelle uh, Kirsten an der Gart. So we put hives in your garden. There's also a lot of demand, but sometimes it's not doable because of, let's say, there's a kindergarten or an, 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 an older uh, house for older people or something. People which are like a bit in risk when there are bees because, uh, well, I say, the bees are not doing any harm to humans okay. mm -hmm. but there Sometimes, are legislations which are actually saying that uh, you can't put bees there so you don't get an authorization to put them there so we can't do that and so it's not for everyone and also the garden needs to be accessible for us at every time and without rendezvous so we have to need, we, uh, we need the key to mm -hmm. get in so and this is also sometimes already a cause for the people that say ah, nah, this is too 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 close and too mm -hmm. risky whatever the idea behind this but to find the rooms actually yeah it's uh, it's it's sort of uh, luck and connections and to know people mm -hmm. that's there's no platform where you can go to and you say i have hives and i want to to become a beekeeper can i put them somewhere mm -hmm. sometimes you are lucky and yeah. the mayor is uh, also like really close to nature and he says listen i have some space for you uh, you can put them there just make the right way so you make an, 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 a demand in uh, the uh, environnement and mm -hmm. uh, if they give you the accord then it's okay mm -hmm. you can go is it difficult to get um, an authorization from the administration no and 99% you will get that authorization from them so uh, you talked about how bees are the most important insect to our ecosystems in the world. Do you feel the impact of climate change on your activities? And have you encountered any sort of challenges over the years with your beekeeping because of climate change? Um, let's say the insect itself um, is quite adaptive. Okay, um, So for them, if I go mentally into a beehive, maybe not. 
maybe not really well we as a beekeeper we have an eye on everything so we need to check the environment we need to to to, to see how is the weather so i can't open my hives at any time so mm-hmm. it always needs to be dry if it's raining it, it's it's risky for them and so on so i really need to adapt myself all the time yes it's it's impacting a lot even very much and i need to tell to all beekeepers out there that we need to adapt to that situation so there is change coming and it's it's going really really fast what a big problem might be in the future is uh, heat waves so where you have instantly 20 to 25 degrees more than the day before or even during the night and it's even more let's say you have 12 degrees in the night Mm-hmm. The sun rises and you have at nine already 25, 26, 27 degrees, which is completely nuts for our environment and for the bees especially as well. What I can see when I open a hive at nine in the morning, the bees are going from that spot where they are usually sitting completely to the front, so where the sun is pumping in just to collect the heat. And then when I would open, which I don't do, if I would open that hive again later on, let's say in, in the afternoon at 3 or 4, then they are completely in the back because they can't stand that amount of heat and they are mm-hmm. ventilating a lot, so they use a lot of energy to ventilate that. So I think that the idea to uh, take not everything out of those hives, which is uh, explot more uh, complete uh, total exploitation mm-hmm. from those uh, animals, this needs to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's, it would be better to just maybe produce less honey of for consumption 100%. and just leave some for them. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you take everything out and you feed uh, crystallized yeah. refined mm-hmm. sugar and uh, there there's not much of nutrition inside. No? Mm-hmm. And afterwards you, as a beekeeper, you see, uh, okay, well, my, hi- my hives, are, my bees are sick. Well, of course they get sick. They have the nutrition is missing, you know. Because they use honey for nutrition. Honey, yeah, and and especially for the for the larves, they mm-hmm. use pollen, and uh, also a lot of gelée uh, royale for the queens, for example. And there's tons, tons, tons of of, of nutrition inside, which is needed to have healthy bees uh, in mm-hmm. the end. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, we need to adapt. We really need to adapt and something which I really can't hear anymore. That's, yeah, we are doing this like for 100 years now and we should do it the same because it has been like that for 100 years. Take a look outside. There's nothing like 100 years ago. Everything changed. So, yeah, we need to change as well. Mm -hmm. And that's also a a really big message to to get out, out. In general, I think the message has been that agriculture or any sort of exploitation of nature needs to change its ways to be a bit more um, careful with nature, I guess. Um, And the thing is, it needs to be done right now. There Mm. is no transition phase anymore. It needs to be now. The now is always the best moment to do Mm -hmm. these changes. Yes. You, um, so I've I've, I've been told this tale of uh, when we had those big floods in, was it two years ago now? 2021. 2021, yes. I will always remember that year. Yes, because you had a really hard time then. You really felt the impact of well, <laughs> climate change there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, actually, there's there are a few things which I want to tell about that story. First of all, thank you for uh, the huge amounts of love and support which we get uh, during that time. Uh, it was a rough time because the association was really close to its end financially and also uh, 
mentally for me it was like uh, crazy i had two years of work in in those two spots where i had like around 80 18 to 20 hives mm -hmm. um, and they were all wiped away like in one night there was two years of work gone and uh, this was quite impacting but uh, once again huge thanks to my community to our community uh, for the financial support uh, without those helps we wouldn't be there anymore let's say mm -hmm. uh, and i might uh, let's say i would not have stopped the beekeeping because it's really a hard thing for me and uh, but the association would not have survived that without the community and without that so you've mentioned that you do courses in your asbl for people who are interested in beekeeping well, is there anything that somebody who doesn't know anything about beekeeping can do in order to help the health of bees in their gardens, other different plants that they can plant or, you know, something they can leave out for bees? Of course. Um, I think we, uh, luckily here in Luxembourg, we have a lot of green areas, really a lot. We are, let's say, percentage-wise, I think we are on the top when you see all the concrete in other different uh, uh, areas in, in Germany, for example, when you fly over Germany, yeah, you see you see already issue out of the window from your airplane. It's a monoculture everywhere where you look out the window, you see it's green or it's it's brown, but there's nothing in between. There is so uh, yeah, you can do a lot of actually. You can change your front garden with all that stones and stuff, which are low maintenance. You can put. Uh, lavender there for example lavender it's a perfect flower for the bees and not just only for the bees it's also for every insect like butterflies well you hate them mosquitoes like mm -hmm. that as well so yeah you have you have a uh, it's easy actually to do that uh, and it's like i always say lavender because it's really low maintenance you put it in the ground you put maybe for two weeks water on it to, to make really the, the roots going into the ground and afterwards you leave that. You don't need to water that. You don't need to maintenance it. Maybe you maybe have to cut it away a bit mm -hmm. after the season, but it's low maintenance and it's actually smelling quite well and it's also perfect for a lot of insects. Okay, well, uh, Marcel, thank you so much for coming to talk about your association with us and uh, we'll look forward to hearing more about your bees. Thank you, Tracy, for the invite, and it has been a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you. Bye.